Hello, hello, this is Mostar FM 89.6 and today we have a free topic. For this podcast, I decided to invite Esther Imre Kando from Hungary and we are going to discuss with her women in business. I think this is a very up-to-date topic. It's getting more and more important and it's getting more and more widespread. You can hear about it on TV in different international organizations and so on. We'll try and talk it through and see if actually we have some progress in this sphere or not and what are our thoughts and ideas. Well, mainly not mine, mainly Esther's. But hello, Esther, how are you today? Hello, fine, thank you and welcome, everybody. Yes, welcome. Could you please tell us about yourself? Yes. Um... I'm a journalist from Hungary and uh, actually I'm working as a freelancer in the last two years. Yes, maybe this is the most important at the moment and how I connect to our topic today. I'm uh, participating in a mentorship program for women entrepreneurs. It's organized by the US government actually and in Hungary it's a US embassy, Budapest and some local associations. And I learned a lot there and I gladly talk about this program also and about women in business, how it's working in Hungary. Yeah, great. And yes, actually, when we met this September and you mentioned the programs that you are taking part in, I was thinking that it's a wonderful idea to organize something like that, especially in this part of Europe, because, well, that's just my understanding of it. But I think that uh, there are not so many opportunities here for women entrepreneurs. Is it correct? Yeah, actually, maybe in the last 10 years, there are more programs for startups, but not everyone has a startup idea. So if, if you are just a regular entrepreneur who has a basic idea, I don't know, open a shop in your city, it still needs some support from not just uh, from your, I don't know, from a family or from the government. It still needs some knowledge about this, what is entrepreneurship. And I think it's uh, women are in maybe in a little bit different situation than men because uh, they have some different challenges. They face some different challenges than men and the business is built by the man. So we have to accept it. But if we want to be in the business, we have to accept this word. How is it working now? And we have to find our role there. How can we be in there like as a woman? So we don't have to be a man there, but still we have to find the way and find the, I don't know, the habit, the daily routine, how we manage conflicts and situations by ourselves and uh, how can we be happy in that area also. And does the Academy, the Academy for Women Entrepreneurs also have the same aim and idea? I don't think so. Yeah, I, they don't have a philosophy behind they just want to support women through this uh, mentorship program because uh, maybe they see more that this economical side, it's good for the economy, the 
entrepreneurs are strong. It's good uh, if there are different voices there with different ideas. And I think they believe if they give uh, women, I don't know, support by mentors who already has experience in the business or they give free learning program and they give them community, they will be stronger. They will have more self-confidence and so they will have a more successful business. Actually, this uh, program showed some figures about it. They see if thanks to this program, 74% of women who completed it, it, they increased their business earnings and uh, 29% of women hired more staff. So probably they just see the advantages of this supporting mentorship program. But the outcome sounds nice. Yeah, yeah, actually, absolutely. And I think it's uh, working in Hungary. I I not see this year results, but in the previous year, we heard uh, nice stories about the previous participants. And if you could tell more what the program consists of. So you've mentioned the mentorship. Yes. There are some classes as well, or how is it? Uh, yeah, there was a registration part. So the program was aimed to women aged between 25 and 55 years old and who live in the urban areas of Hungary, so not in Budapest, and uh, also who have time, I don't know, 7-10 hours a week uh, working in this program. And the program is about uh, a course. It's an online course about business. It's uh, 14 topics about how can you figure out your idea and go through your financial plan until how can you, I don't know, meet with investors kind of things. And the mentorship program is, was about everyone got a, a mentor and we worked through 10 weeks and met once a week uh, online and talked about our business project plan. And the end of this 10 weeks, everyone, or 10 or 12 weeks, everyone had to be a business plan. So at the moment, we finished that business plan, the first version of that, and waiting for the other mentors, or not my other mentors, uh, checking it and saying it's good or not, and we can correct it in the next week. And uh, there is a second round, so we are 25 now, and in the second round there will be only eight women with their project. So the the best eight is going to the second round, and uh, there will be a pitch day where these women talk about their plans, and only three or four women get uh, money (laughs) for their project. It's not so much money, it's they will share $20,000, so it's not nothing, but maybe it's a good beginning for something. And I think it's what you can earn from this program, it's, I think, is this mentorship part, because if you don't get in the second round, it's still worth it, because you could learn a lot about it, and everyone was very helpful, and I, I learned a lot, yeah. So that is the how it looks like. And is it also fun? Like, did you really enjoy the process and so on? Actually, yes. I mean, um, you know, I'm a journalist, so I'm I'm a curious mind. So being with women who has ideas was already interesting. 
and everyone was very open about where are they, how they are. So there wasn't fake fake stories about I'm very good or I don't know. And uh, the study part, it wasn't really new for me because I'm writing portraits and feature articles about business. But on this side, I, I never been, so I never uh, written business plan before. And that was challenging, actually, because I had to check many data and uh, write a proper vision and uh, market analyze about it's what I want to do and what I would be good and it's, it won't be just a hobby. I can make money from it. So you have to be very conscious about it. And also I think it, it's measured somehow how strong you are because you have to convince others, yeah, you are the right person who can make it. And uh, yeah, your idea is not just interesting. It also seems a good business. Because I think if you are a journalist or creative mind, it's never really important your idea is worse. I mean, for, for making money or it's interesting for living or I don't know, or others or for investors or money makers. For me, it was hard to imagine somebody will pay for it directly for me, what I'm doing, not just because I'm writing on, in a newspaper or a magazine and someone is buying it, so I will have salary. No, somebody will buy your product. And I think you have to be very, I don't know, somehow need some self-confidence. Yeah, I'm, I can make it. Yeah, definitely. And talking about your background, so mm -hmm. you're a journalist and you're used to writing, including writing about entrepreneurs and financial stuff. Yes. But what did motivate you to take part in this program and, well, at least for some time to switch from journalism, full-time journalism to entrepreneurship? I felt somehow I, I'm a bit bored what I'm doing now. So I, I can make... I can write articles, I'm quite good at these things, and I will get always jobs, kind of things. But I want to do something new, which is more challenging for me. And I'm also caught by this trend. I, I like listening to podcasts, and uh, I, I started to imagine, okay, I could do also a podcast. And also where we met that solution journalism workshop, that kind of uh, new areas of journalism, I started to interested in and I started, it's okay, what is it? And uh, it's also a new thing, podcast and solution journalism. Maybe I could do a solution journalism podcast. And why is it a business? It's not just a hobby or an extra channel for me, uh, because I saw it's podcast can also business. You can collect subscribers and you can do a good marketing for it. Why not? I have to try it. Yeah, for sure. And, and actually, when I met with this program and my age level of my business, so it was nothing. And the program uh, was looking for women who are at the very beginning of their business. And uh, I live in the countryside. So okay, why not? I think it's a good project. And I was, I was like, they seemed, it, yeah, it's an interesting project. Maybe if you are a freelance journalist, you're already a little bit entrepreneur because you can choose and you have to manage your life. So you are your own boss in the, in every days. I knew it. I don't want to go back to a, a big, I don't know, office working, uh, working in a big team. 
Not just because I'm not living in Budapest at the moment. Also, I felt I want bigger freedom. I don't want to work 10 hours a day. I hope anymore. <laughs> but who knows? Or I want to work for myself. What is, I think maybe I can learn more about it. So I think my special situation and also my curiosity took me to this program. And have you been thinking about some creative ventures or owning your own business before that? Mm, actually, I had just some ideas about it because when I did this uh, journalism work and I met with entrepreneurs, I saw their life seem interesting. They seem confident and also satisfied. And actually, my husband is also an entrepreneur, so he also told me about this word, and I was a bit, um, and maybe it's not a good word, jealous, but jealous of this freedom, of this confidence, of this self-man situation. So, yeah, until that program, I wasn't really in it, but later I, I started to see myself as an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's always interesting to try, isn't it? Yeah, that was my idea, yes. It's worth to try it. And how common is it for women in Hungary to own a business or maybe to be a head of company? It's not so easy in Hungary. Actually, I checked the data and uh, I found uh, that 45% of leaders are female in Hungary, but this figure, you know, includes all types of leadership positions. So from a train station manager to a head of teacher in a school. So, and also these female leaders are mostly in public sector or in education. So not in IT, telecommunication or bank sector. So if you see 45%, you could think, oh, this is not so bad. But if we see or go closer, we will see in which business are more women or which business are any women. It's very typical. It's not really good. And um, what about the entrepreneurs? There are less entrepreneurs. Uh, only 27% of entrepreneurs are women. And behind the numbers are the research uh, paper shows because the work-life balance is not easy or um, the motivations are interesting. When do women go to entrepreneur world? It's very typical after they giving a birth because they don't want to go back to an eight hours job, but they want to work or they have to work. So they start to use their, I don't know, creativity or what they can do. In, it seems sometimes less hours, but maybe sometimes more, but like more hours than a normal job, but still they have more prospect in it or more perspective if they doing own business. And also they can build a better work family balance. This is also behind this. Yeah. I think it's very, it's kind of average in this, uh, in this area. Mm, I see. I see. Yeah. It's a little bit reminds me of Russia. Mm -hmm. I think still there is this stereotype that entrepreneurs are always men. Mm -hmm. and they take all the leadership positions. Like if we talk about small business, I think women, they are in small business, like sometimes they can do some decorations, let's say, or yeah. toys for the kids. 
and so on but this is very small like very local and if we want to look at some it business as you mentioned for sure there will be a man as a head of the business yes but at the same time i worked in companies predominantly where women were ceo mm -hmm. that is why for me, that's normal to see a woman as boss of a mm -hmm. business company or even several women. That was also a case for one of my jobs. But of course, when I look at the bigger picture, it's very different from what I'm used to. So I understand. Talking about these opportunities of women in business, are there any initiatives by the Hungarian government, for example? Uh, I think the Hungarian government is... Um, I'm sure there are some official programs, but maybe not specifically to women, but I didn't check it. But if we see how women represent in the media by government, it's not really have to be an entrepreneur because it's more about like be a man and be a woman and woman needs to be a mom later a grandmom so somehow organize your life this way and focusing on this and this is not about okay try to figure out in which things are you strong or how can you be i don't know stronger in the world it's just more about stay where you were <laughs> Some women, I'm sure, are very angry about it, and maybe they want to show, okay, I don't want to do what you want to, what what you ask from me, just because I I can be a mom and I can be a businesswoman or I can be a leader as well or I can run a business and I still have a family and I don't have to choose. But I think for others, this message is about if you face the first problem or the first challenge and you can solve it alone maybe you will probably you will say oh i should have to stay where i was or i should have to be at home or i should have to do what my mom did because i think what i learned from this business methodologies was about uh, if you are failing or do something wrong it's okay it's part of the business so every businessman and women has a story about failings they build a company, then it collapsed in a week and kind of things. And uh, they didn't give up and try to solve that problem. This is what maybe you don't learn in a normal, safe workplace because it won't be your responsibility what will happening with that company. And I think it's also good you can learn more about the reality, how the world's working. But yeah, I, I'm not really positive about uh, initiatives by the Hungarian government. I'm sure they have some some programs but the, the general message or what they broadcast to people it's not about do what, what you want or build your career on your own way mm, so it's more still on gender stereotypes yeah yeah it's very strong actually you can avoid it if you live in a bubble, I mean, everyone lives in a bubble, but if you live in a kind of bubble who support you, maybe it's not a daily problem. But I think because it's a, it's a message and maybe women are not so positive with each other. I don't know. Maybe you already met with kind of thing. We always talking about, yeah, women can be in every sector. They can be leaders. They can be, I don't know, prime ministers, what they want to do. But if you have a friend who chooses this, or 
I don't know who is focusing on her work and she is not on the playground every afternoon and uh, she's away some weekends because of business and kind of things. Moms are not so supportive <laughs> anymore. So if you say somebody did it somewhere, it's okay. But if you're your neighbor doing this, you start worried about, oh, it's not good for the kids, not good. I think this is why, for example, this program is very helpful because it's also about if we want changes we have to support with each other because it's kind of race where we will be the winners only if, if everyone is there at the end you know we have to be more like helping to have each other yeah like to create these win-win situations yeah yeah and it's also yeah i mean um I still see the challenges of this because uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, it's this business or this whole world. It's built by men and I think it's very challenging to be a leader in this, a women leader in this world because if you want to stay a same woman but you have to play in a men's game, it's very difficult. So, for example, for me, it's it's still uh, mm, wondering how they are doing this woman. So I, they are not my heroes, just I'm curious. I'm sure it's very difficult for them. And can you name any examples of women in business who are inspiring to you? Uh, I can't say exact name. I was thinking about them. A few years ago, I, I read a book by Sheryl Sandberg, who was uh, at the C Facebook recently. I don't know. She joined to Google. I'm not sure where she went. There were some thoughts and I was thinking about how I'm acting in this situation. And I also realized, yeah, sometimes women don't sit to the table. And many times when I, I was working in an office, I saw there are women who would have an important role in that discussion or that meeting, but they act like they are not important. They don't have voice or I don't know. I'm sure it's because bad experiences or because they never see a better example. So I don't want to blame them, but still we have to somehow learn changes. We have to change also. So I have to be more brave or I have to be more active somehow. I have to apply. I can't wait. They will call me and saying, oh, we are curious. What do you think about it? Because maybe if only women would play this game, we would do differently. But this is not a women game, so we can't wait for the, okay, please play with our rules. This is what I learned from her or from her book. Because many times we are, our women are upset of men because they are just more confident. For example, salary, when we talk about the salaries, they say a higher number. And sometimes women feel, oh, I hope they will give me that money. It will be enough for me, but you should change. So you don't need the enough money. You need how many you can get it. What is your price? You should know it. You can be, I don't know, shy about it because uh, it can be a little girl because the game is already started. So many times if we see pay gap stories, we see in the same role, women earn less than men. We immediately think, oh, yeah, there is a bad boss behind. But it's no, it's sometimes just the very beginning. Women in, in a worse position, 
And uh, it's sometimes it's also the boss' responsibility, of course, because they see the differences and they don't want to change it. Yeah, that is it. It's our responsibility as well. Yes, and clearly this fear is very competitive. And yeah. Regardless, men or women, because still around more and more women involved, still everyone I think is very competitive here because yes. that's just about business. I also wanted to ask your opinion on women in journalism business in particular. Like, do you think it's common? And as well, are there any examples maybe from Hungary or any examples worldwide that you think are somehow motivational mm -hmm. um yeah i think if i say more more good example for women uh, journalists outside of hungary i think um, it's a kind of lucky field because if you think about the journalist you don't have a stereotype he has to be a man or she has to be a woman so it's more mixed area if we see the genders and um Actually, I, I also could say some good women uh, Hungarian journalists who are kind of a good role model for every woman or every girl because they do a good job. But are they also mm. in editorial positions? Are they editors or some kind of senior? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think there are some entrepreneur women journalists who has her own name and own business kind of but if you see a big uh, news outlets or magazines it's uh, still more men are in senior position but if you see the whole I don't know media sector there are lots of you know women magazine and typical women's outlets so I'm sure there are women uh, editor-in-chiefs but uh, if you see just uh, News that are very rare to see women in editor-in-chief position. Hmm, that's a pity. Yeah, actually, I, I haven't checked what is the number, but a few years ago, I did a research in the creative scene, like advertising, marketing agencies, and uh, the research exactly showed in people's mind, the creative director is always man. So, but who is responsible for PR? They are women. So there are also patterns in our mind about what we think it's a good for who is the creative so as a man is a creative. I'm sure if you don't see senior or in editor-in-chief position women because there is the same problem we mentioned by the entrepreneurs or other leaders is the work-life balance is not really easy for a woman if she wants to be a boss because she has to choose okay i don't want to sit 12 hours in the office every day because i want to pick up my kid i want to do other things as well but until if this workplace working as like a factory <laughs> you have to be there more than others if you are a boss i think it's not really option for a woman who has other goals in her life Yeah, I see. Well, hopefully that changes in the nearest future. I'm sure if, if more women would work in the business, somehow the work hours would be less or somehow were more flexible because it's not okay if you have to, I mean, for a long time. At the moment, maybe you have to choose, okay, what is more important for you? And I really appreciate women who can decide, okay, I think I'm very talented. I think I have very 
important thoughts in this business and I focusing on this. Maybe I don't have kids or I have kids just 10 years later because I know what about a kid. You have to be there. That is good for the kid. And the, the how is the business working now? It's about uh, focusing. Is your family then ready for you to become a full-time entrepreneur? I think for me, it's maybe it's a lucky or special situation because there is no pressure from the financial situation or from any other things. It's, I want to do this. And also my I have two kids, but they are already in teenager, very old. So they can be by own self. They have programs. They are more independent than a younger kid. So I think I'm not worried at the moment, but uh, who knows, maybe later will be more difficult. And I'm just very naive. Well, hopefully it all goes smooth for you. And I'm yeah. really curious how the whole competition finishes and in the process of it as well, what kind of ideas are fluctuating there now? That's all very interesting. I would be curious to at least read through all the ideas that you've been collecting there. Maybe a final note. Imagine that now it's time in the world when we already have a lot of women in business, creative entrepreneurs and a lot of IT and service and other fields and areas where women actually conduct business. How do you see this world? Is it different from nowadays? Yeah, I'm sure it would be different. I think um, maybe it will be a happier world because I'm sure it's also big pressure on man. They stay in this race. They have to be very competitive. Maybe sometimes it's easier for them, but it's still a big pressure. I'm sure they want to spend more time with their families, doing more hobbies and being in a more conscious, mindfulness life. So I think if women, it would be more women in the business or women conduct the business, uh, there would be more happy women who would see they have an option to do what they want and they don't have to choose. And uh, also they would feel more like they are equivalent with men. And I think if others, I mean, people would see, okay, this world is still working. This world didn't collapse because if this changing, people would trust more in each other. Now I feel, uh, I totally understand why is it, but uh, sometimes I feel women are very impatient at the moment. They want everything now and they want things what they don't really want really. They don't want the same position as a man being in the office 12 hours. It's not easy. Who want to be there? But still, it's very frustrating if you have to somehow act differently as you really want. I'm sure it would be a bit easier and happier world if we share the task and responsibilities more equivalent in every field of the life. I can't wait for this world to come. Maybe I'm a little bit impatient as well. But when yeah. would you expect it to happen? I don't know. Maybe a hundred years later. Oh, no. I think we have to somehow, I don't know, slow down a bit and thinking about what we really want. And we have to work together with the man because I'm sure it's not a competition. And uh, how do we imagine the world or how we want to live together? We have to maybe go back a bit, start again, something. Yeah, of course, I hope for it to happen maybe a little bit sooner than 100 years. 
but it happens when it happens and fingers crossed i wish you good luck with thank you thank you natalia thank you for this conversation it was interesting thank you so much it was nice having you and then we are saying goodbye and see you soon goodbye goodbye <laughs>